Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. hundred and forty episodes and no signs of slowing down. Welcome, citizens. New Amsterdam Radio is now Lobo Boys in the mayor's office hanging out. I do feel like I got this whole feeling of tension happening. I got like my work stuff, my real life stuff. I'm juggling, spinning all the plates. It's rough, but it's okay. It is okay to have rough weeks because that way you can appreciate the lighter weeks as well. It's kind of an ebb and flow and going with the world, the card, the hand that the card, the world dealt you. You see that metaphor made a lot more sense in my head. <laughs> NewAmsam.com, KNWAmsam.com, at NewAmsam on that Instagram, and then new underscore Amsterdam on that Twitter. My guest this week is Nina G. Nina G is a comedian, much like myself, so it's really cool to get back in the booth to chat about the art form of comedy as she's been holding it down in the Bay Area. But Nina G has a little bit of a special aspect about her. She is known as one of the stuttering comedians. She stutters, and that does not hold her back, does not keep her on the sidelines. She has dealt face first, head first, feet first into the turbulent waters, entertain the masses with her brand of comedy. So it's really cool to see how she persevered uh, in a way that makes you go, you know what? I'm inspired. I hope you're inspired too. Before I get to that, I just want to say if you haven't already, patreon.com slash boys. You call it the Boisterous Crew. You can unlock bonus content, exclusive shows, and more. That's how you can support the homie. You always want to support your homies out there because we're out here trying to make things work. We're all creatives, all the citizens here of New Amsterdam. Now, without any further ado, my chat with Energy. Welcome back to New Am Sam Radio, the podcast for creative thinkers and doers. It is I, the mayor, Flippa Voice, in the mayor's office. And I like talking to people who think critically. As you know, I've been trying to get back to the comedy game, but it's been hard. So that's why our guest today is a real working comedian. I'm going to ask her so many questions about the craft. Please welcome Nina G. How's it going? Hey, th- th- thanks for having me. Oh, uh, you know what? Thanks for being on the show. I know you're busy schedule. I know things are coming back or they're not coming back. I mean, California's kind of this weird Omicron, like limbo. What's going on? Yeah, no. Um, I mean, I have some shows scheduled. We will see if they actually happen. So that that is that is where we are, and we might have to do Zoom again, which I'm ready for. You know what? Zoom isn't nearly that bad. <laughs> it's like going outside. Uh. <laughs> I could get sick, or I can do comedy to the void. So but- you know, whatever. The thing that really got me during the the virtual comedy world was the uh, the Zoom clap where they just put on and run off the microphone. You're like, I don't know if this is good. The Hunger Games are real. <laughs> <laughs> so you're based out in the Bay Area, which I, we were saying this before I went live. I actually visited for the first time, totally like a tourist. I got a hotel in the South Market. I was walking around Chinatown. It was great. Uh, what was something that people get wrong about living out there and working out there? Oh, gosh. You know, um doing comedy here i think tradi- like there's a tradition here that is so great and i think you know you're from n- n- new york and Brooklyn, you live baby. in la <laughs> yeah and you guys think you invented everything we did and- we did <laughs> no, no 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 we did we did i have a book coming out that proves that totally wrong 
Um, <laughs> and so I think, you know, that is the bone that I have to pick. Um, and, and, and in San Francisco, that is where mo modern comedy has its roots because Mort Saul was there and he just redid comedy in a different way. Lenny Bruce, the first place he was ever uh, arrested was in San Francisco. And the first place that ever said that he was innocent was in San Francisco. And it was based on the community standards because the things the, the, that he said, yeah, they wouldn't be good in like, you you. Utah, but <laughs> on the streets of San Francisco where there were strip clubs and there were drag clubs and a lot of stuff going on and, and poets and, and the beaten po poets. What he said was totally fitting in with the whole thing. So that it's probably just a answer to plug my, 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 to plug my next book, but yeah, that's it. Well, we'll get to that in just a second because I have yes. so many questions because New York invented everything. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but but, but what's interesting when I when I put your name into the Google machine uh, and they and they say is Nina G affordable uh, for for a show? But after that, it goes. You are considered a stuttering comedian or the stuttering comedian. Is hey. that a is that a label that that you learned to embrace? Or when you started doing comedy, you were like, no, nah, this is my this is my bag, baby. Yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I, I, I stutter, and it's there, and um, and the world gives me a lot of opportunities to talk about it. Like mm -hmm. a lot of times, people just hand you punchlines because they, uh, they're because they don't know what to do with it. Yeah. And I've had people tell me that certain kinds of sexual acts would cure my stuttering. And yeah, no, I don't. And how do you not put that in your act? So yeah, you know, that kind of thing. Do people just have remedies in their back pocket? Oh, I'm so glad someone asked me about this. <laughs> what you need to do is what? Constantly, all the time, something yeah. that they've seen, a cousin of a cousin of a cousin, you know, yeah. and it's and it's all like, like I don't need to be fixed. You just need to sh 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 shut up. And <laughs> you just need to shut up. And that's a t-shirt I would totally buy. Because uh, I, I, I wonder that because there's always a thing that we do that uh, when I was doing my own method of comedy with the whole clearing method, where you have a thing you're you're concerned about or you're you're sensitive towards, and there's that internal battle: Do I bring this out? Do I do I not talk about it? Mm -hmm. uh, what I like, and I think it's pretty inspirational, is that you're saying, "No, no, this is who I am. Deal with it, bro." Like it's pretty cool. Yeah, and well, in the the thing is, is that I talk about my stutter in terms of the interactions in the, in the world. I don't make foot fun of my stutter like I will make make the fun of my nose you can see it right here like I yeah I got a, an Italian nose it, it's my mom said that I had a a small Italian nose it's like I'm really, in a glass house I can't say anything yeah. you're totally fine <laughs> continue <laughs> which like you know it's like the mom that doesn't help um but I but I don't make fun of my stutter in terms of like that being the butt of the joke it's mm -hmm. always the other person and their weird and their weird interactions Okay, yeah, I, I totally understand that because people are weird, and I, I think they've gotten weirder over the past four years. <laughs> it just feels like this this weirdness <laughs> ramp is just hanging up. Uh, but but your first book uh, was called Stutter Interrupted, and the comedian who almost didn't happen. Uh, what does the subtitle mean? Uh, 
Um, well, I didn't start comedy till I was the 36 and I've been in it now for 12 years. And so I've loved comedy my whole life, my whole life. Like I've loved comedy longer than, than, than I've stuttered. Like it was my first love. Mm -hmm. And when I was a kid, I wanted to be a comic. When I was in high school, I would research open mics and I would write jokes and I never got up on stage because in the 90s, when I was growing up, uh, I didn't see anybody who talked like me on TV other than Stuttering John, but he wasn't do doing comedy at the time. Right, um, right, right. And, and that was Howard Stern show. Um, and so I just gave up on the dream. But then when I was 35, I went to a conference for pe people who stutter. And that's where I was like, when I went there, I realized how much space I had relinquished up to other people. Because when you stutter, you are interrupted all the time. And, what I, and, and then what, what I found was that I was interrupting my, 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 myself. And so as a woman, you, you kind of do anyway. And mm. so um, when I came back, I just changed my life. Yeah. And I changed a number of things. But the big thing was within six, six months after that, I just started to do comedy. And it was kind of that exercise of taking up space. Because yeah. uh, as a woman, especially as a woman who stutters, you let other people have that space because you feel guilty about putting them th th through through a, a stutter or any other kinds of, of feelings you have about that. Does that feeling go away or is it kind of like always there? You have to deal with it. Like body yeah. odor. Yeah. No, no. What, you got to walk. Yeah. <laughs> It'll come back if you don't treat it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, New York invented soap. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what was that like that launch like putting your putting your life to a story going out signing copies of that interacting with other people what was that like when it was out there um it, it was great until fe february 2020 <laughs> because yeah. that's when the pandemic happened um and yeah it, it, you know it's like i just got a re review on amazon and the book got to italy and somebody oh, wow. really liked it and like and it was just such an honor to have it read all, all across the world and people who stutter when they read it they relate to it in a different way than you know so it's the disabled voice oftentimes is um f filtered through in a able but bodied lens Mm -hmm. And the, and that is why you always see stuff on TV like, oh, my God, they are fluent when they sing. Why don't you just sing all the time? Like, totally impractical. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, you know, like everything is, is is what the disabled world calls inspiration porn. Like, oh, at least I'm not them. I'm so glad I'm not them. Mm. And so... It, I was really happy to work with a publisher that I worked with because there, because my rule was, it's like, I don't want to be made into something that I'm not. And I want to use the F word. And the publisher was fine with those 
two, two things. <laughs> it's like, yes, please check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so I know launching a book is something a lot of people do, mm-hmm. but I know everyone's experience is different. I know you may have your own network, friends, families, uh, loved ones. What was their like feeling when that was launched? Was it kind of like you're sharing a part of yourself with uh, with the world? Was it kind of like high five, we made it, team? What was the the feeling in the camp? Uh, so yeah, I mean, my, my parents, since I also have dyslexia, they're just like happy, like, like my teachers, when I was a kid, they didn't expect me to do anything. So my parents are always very like, Oh, you wrote a book. That's so great. Like they, they are wonderful. They come to shows. I tell dirty jokes. They're there. They're fine with it. They are great. The one thing was, was that I paid special attention to um, my dad in the book because my dad is hard of hearing. His dad was hard of hearing. And my mm-hmm. grandma and, and my great grandma on that side was hard of hearing. So I'm fourth generation d- d- disabled on my d- dad's side. Oh, and wow. I can feel the uh, effects of that. Um, which are positive, which are positive. Yeah, sure. Um, and, and also, you know, like moms are oftentimes talked about in the context of a disabled story, mm-hmm. uh, and dads aren't. And I think it's really important to show the impact that dads have on a kid, especially a d- d- disabled kid. And so when my parents first read the first draft, they were like, oh, so dad did, did, did everything and mom not. <laughs> and so I, no, okay, yeah, no, I, I see what you mean. I need to go back and I need to make sure that it's a ho- holistic yeah. story. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going for a little bit of tangent here. Uh, I was fortunate enough to release my first nonfiction book this year. And my first draft, I, I presented to my mom. And I don't know about you, but first drafts with parents is the most nervous. I'd rather go on stage with strangers. How, what? How'd you, how'd you do it? <laughs> you're like, you're like a, here you go, be gentle? Or... <laughs> no, I was just like, you know, because I've been re- reading everything my entire life. And so when they read that, my mom just like, she was like, oh, so. It was dad, huh? I was like, no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. But the, the, the politics of like fatherhood and disability. Uh, uh. And so I made sure that I made it a fuller story. Nothing's better than mom's side eye. Uh, so so you, you have that process out there. The second book we had just mentioned on top of the show, you go into the history of comedy in the Bay Area. Uh, shocked to learn that New York didn't invent comedy. I'm just so dismayed. Uh, what made you decide from going from your life to a more historical turn? You know, the pandemic. Like, it was... Yeah. Uh, I was bored and what did I watch? I watched old comedy. Mm -hmm. And also I was doing a series um, on YouTube, which is called the comedy time time capsule. And at the time I was just interested in like, this is stand-up's first pandemic that impacted everybody. Because of course AIDS, HIV being a pandemic, but that didn't impact the world in the way that it did now and shut True. down c- comedy. Um, and so I, I was interested in what that experience was like for comics, where we would go, some of the predictions. And so 
I was interviewing M- Marga G- Gomez, who is a comic who has been on Comic Relief. She's been on a ton of stuff, and she's based in, in San Francisco. And I was interviewing her, and she started to talk about the queer comedy scene in San Francisco. And I was like, oh, this is so interesting, and I don't know this, and I love comedy, and I lived through some of this. And I was like, this needs to be documented. And from there, I contacted my friend, uh, O.J. Patterson, who is in L.A. area. And, you know, L.A. is anything past the grapevine so i yeah i don't know like between there and san diego he's there somewhere um and so and so he's a big nerd and he's a nerd about stuff that i'm not a nerd about and so we balanced each other out and he did everything after not 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 1993 and i did it prior to yeah and it was just a way for us to kind of re-engage with this thing that we both love. Was there a need to do this in the fact that there wasn't so much the respect that the Bay Area was getting in the comedy scene? Or was it really more just the stories that you heard of the comedy there pulled you into that? I mean, was it a little bit of both? What was the... Yes, both. And and part of it is, is there's never been a book about San Francisco comedy. Like, okay. this is the first one, which is amazing to to us. And we have this rich scene that Mort Saul and Phyllis D- Diller and Robin w- w- Williams c- c- came out of when Richard Pryor quit in 1969 when he quit comedy to recreate himself. Or he didn't quit, but he quit what he was doing doing then he came to B- Berkeley and that is what helped to create the Richard Pryor we know now. Oh, and wow. so, yeah, yeah, no yeah, one yeah. knows that. I mean, I don't know that, yeah. book, but we need to talk about that stuff. <laughs> and right. so that, that is the kind of thing that just to kind of have one book that makes those links and, you know, each of the chapters sh- should be an entire book, but right now it's, it is like just kind of cut down and boiled down. And we have 120 pictures in it. So we have ads from the old days. And so I'm very excited about all of it. You should live with that. There's pictures. There's pictures. It's like a coffee <laughs> table book and there's words, which like as a dyslexic, that's what I love. <laughs> it's like words. Ah. Uh, but as, as of this recording, it's gearing up to be to release next month, February 2022. Uh, where will it be available? If anyone's kind of interested in getting the copy, how would they go about doing that? You know, everywhere. It is um, pu- pu- published by History Press. So they're the ones who have like, um, you know, like, like cultural books of a certain area. And they are sold at CVS, like they are oh, sold wow. everywhere. I, I quoting some of the uh, uh, Lenny Bruce stuff. I will be shocked if the CVS actually ke- keeps it there. <laughs> Hopefully, they don't open it up and read it. My um, word. <laughs> yeah, like oh, they're, 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 they're all these big people set. <laughs> right. Uh, what were you thinking? <laughs> the f words in there multiple times. Um, and so. Um, and so it, it'll be everywhere. Um, 
So every and and uh, Amazon too, but get 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 it from your local book bookstore instead. Yeah, support the local economy. Uh, you, the thing about writing, and I think com, 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 comedians are kind of writers first. Uh, you've done it all, whether it's performing your own stuff or talking about your life or talking about the lives of so many people in this area or the Bay Area of comedy. Did you have a preference moving forward? Did you want to write more circle lookbacks? You want to do more memoirs? Is it just the stage stuff? Like, what's going on in G's mind right now? You know, like, every book is, like, childbirth. Like, it's like, I'm done yes. now. That's it. That's it. <laughs> no more and then, and then something goes and it goes in your head like oh no one's done this you should do this so I'm done I'm done and my friend who does all my editing mean Dave he's like no more books that's it um so I've, I I have sworn that I won't do anymore so you're saying it's done for now done for <laughs> <laughs> Can, can I ask a semi-personal question? Yeah. Uh, what do comedians do for fun? What do you do for fun when you're not mm. thinking about the world or when you're waiting for inspiration to strike, I guess? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, inspiration kind of strikes just by li living your life or at least the way I, 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 I write my comedy. So driving around is my best place to go and process mm -hmm. and to write and to think about it. You know, if like something sticks in my head, that is what I'm going to try to talk about and cultivate on stage. Yeah. Um, but what do I do for fun? I don't know. Like, like <laughs> right now I'm watching YouTube stuff from the fifties. Like, 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 yeah. it's, and, and that's where it's like, it's very, um, it, it, it's because I love comedy to such an extent, I don't know how to kind of separate it out into sure. like, Oh, that's my job, and that's the thing I love. It's like uh, it's kind of both, right? So, okay. Well, how about this? Everyone, we are uh, a, a habitual creature. Uh, everyone collects something. What do you collect? What's what's in oh. your collections? What? Okay. Well, right now I'm sitting in my kitchen, in my rent-controlled kitchen. By the way, yeah. <laughs> um, do it. And um, and I am surrounded by my comedy stuff. So I have. Uh, albums up here from the 50s and 60s i have my lenny bruce picture back here yeah. um i have my uh, autograph picture of e emo F F F phillips that i got when i was in the, in the eighth grade because i was such a big fan he wrote back wow. and sent that um and my fr fridge is filled with like flyers and, and posters. So I guess I collect that. Yeah. Um, and again, like can't separate it out. <laughs> hey, if you're about the craft and why not be about the craft? Yeah. Wrong yeah. with that. Sometimes I feel like I'm being lazy. I'm like, I like sitting on my, on my couch and I go, I should be doing something way more cool like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Uh, I know we're still, I, I don't want to say post pandemic. I think it will never end. We're, we're in the pandemic type deal. Uh, and it's still January at the time we record this, but do you do the whole yearly plan thing, yearly goal thing for personal and professional career? It, so you have anything planned of the next, 12 months for you? I mean, right now, I, I, I mean, it's always about trying to get gigs and I do co college gigs and that's where I get my comedy money. Um, so always on the lookout there and also corporate stuff, all of that. Um, but 
the focus has been the book and and it coming out in February and you know, there's not a lot of female comedy hi- historians. And so, like, part of this is, is that I hope that I can kind of bring a different po- point of view there. And my co-author, uh, O.J. P- Patterson, who has been d- documented co- comedy for years now in San Francisco, he he is Black. There's not a lot of Black hi- historians. Mm-hmm. So I hope that we're able to bring a different point of view um, to what are what is already be, being done. Yeah, you're absolutely right with the latter point. I think I had to get uh, – I didn't have to get, but I definitely wanted to get Red Fox's Encyclopedia of Black Humor. And that book was out of print for like 40 years. And it took me like a good year and a half to get that book because there's so few resources there. Mm-hmm. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about uh, Bay Area stand-up comedy, a humorous history. Uh, it's going to be on sale by the time of this is released about next month in the middle of February. Valentine's Day, uh, my second favorite holiday. I'm not sure how people feel. Do you feel okay about Valentine's Day or not a fan? You know, it's it's – Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's not. Um, I've had some times when it's not. Um, and I used to always treat it like a joke to my girlfriends where I would send them like cake canned hams and spam and stuff like that. So, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. No, it's like I wrap it up and give them. <laughs> but that... the ones who have boyfriends or or they had good, good girlfriends, I would yeah. not. They would get this stink eye. So <laughs> I thought you said two canned hams. <laughs> yeah. No, I they love you this no much. Well, if you love someone, you'll give a copy of that book, and I'm sure it's going to be more. I know you said you're done, but I think there's going to be more. Uh, do you have a book tour launch? I know it's a weird question to ask with all that's going on. I mean, what's that look like uh, with the world changing day by day? Yeah, I mean, I there I. I, I I do have some st- stuff in the Bay Area because it is a, a Bay Area book and L.A. doesn't want to know that they didn't invent c- comedy. Um, I'm not b- booking anything there. Yeah. <laughs> what, can I, can I jump there? in for a second? Yes. I, 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 I've been living in L.A. since 2007. So my, my entire adult life, I've been here in Los Angeles. And this is one thing I don't understand about this NorCal versus SoCal beef. What, what happened? Was there a war I missed? Was there an explosion? Okay. Okay, so there was a comic in the 80s, and I forget who it was, and I should find out, but they had said that there is a war between um, so, um, uh, L.A. and the Bay Area, that L.A. has no, 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 that, that L.A. has no uh, idea uh, about so yeah. we 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 are constantly having that grudge and you guys don't even know about it. Um, <laughs> that's like I'm from Brooklyn. I'm like, why does everyone hate each other? Like, we, I would go to the Galaxy <laughs> Games and the San Jose Earthquakes would play, and like, boo, go back up to NorCal. Like, it's the same state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a grapevine. Just is the is the thing. So. Right, right. I, I was there in, in August, and one of the coolest things I liked about it, you know how you go like, to Dublin, and they say the, the Guinness tastes better uh, in Ireland? Uh, yeah, the bread, right? No, that too. That, it's, oh, it, <laughs> they do it right. I felt like a pair of Levi's feels way better in, in San Francisco than getting it here in LA. I don't know what they did in it. I don't know if it's specially mm. made or what. But. It's the fog. The fog helps with the jeans. I don't know. 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. So yes. So Bina G, you have these books on the horizon. One's, one's already out. Stutter interrupted. The communion almost didn't happen. And book two on that ever-growing bibliography, <laughs> Bay Area stand-up comedy, humorous history. And I can't wait for the latter to be released because you're right. The more times we have more resources for comedians when they start out, or even those who think they know it all, it's always great for everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, if someone wants to interact with you, follow you online, book you for an event, how do they go about doing that? Um, all, all my info is at n n Nina G Comedian dot com, and you can find Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that there. I'll put that in the show notes for those cool. who are in the descriptions. You can click on that. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show, New Amsterdam Maria, the podcast for creators. Any final words before we get out of here? No, just that. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours.